0: welcome to 90 day fiance wtf podcast a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on tlc's 90 day fiance i am nadia and with me are two very special guests my co-host lon and we have a vip in the house miss ellie greenfield Say hey. hello to our listeners. Hey, everybody. I hello, am- Ellie. <laughs>
1: Hi. Thanks for inviting me. I'm so excited. I'm finally here. Ellie, tell our listeners
0: a bit about yourself. Oh. Where <laughs> you from, what you do, how, well, I how am- did you become a 90 Day Fiance fan?
1: I am a Singaporean, and I, I, um, I've been here for 20 years. And I am a 90 Day Fiance fan because I was a 90-day fiancé?
2: What?
0: <laughs> <When first laughs> oh, my ago. God. You guys should see Lawn Space.
3: <laughs> All right. We have an, an official, well, two now, right? Yeah. You're awesome. I,
0: mean, I, I went through the process, too. I think, Ellie, your process oh. is probably much more, maybe much more interesting because you did it way back in the days, right?
1: I did it way back in the day. When, uh, not quite way back. I did it when 9-11 happened. So oh, wow. we thought we, it was smooth sailing, but it, it didn't happen that way because everything got really a little tougher after 9-11. You know that you can easily get the K-1 visa within 30 days, 40 days max, but with the 9-11, it took us about five months. Well, wow. Was wow. that quick? Five months was quick, huh? almost half a year yeah yeah five months and yeah so basically I should say that I'm a fan I think my husband is a fan in denial but when I turn it on he would just sit and watch the reason is because he can actually relate to what we go through the stupidity and the silliness of everything that's on there and me getting emotional when somebody starts going crazy and And my husband go like oh yeah oh yeah we went through that (laughs) so yeah i actually watch it to get flashbacks
0: or to i don't know good or bad flashbacks
1: good and bad i should say the good part is that i'm glad that i did it in a very how do you say that with a lot of research without just jumping the gun and just be ignorant and said, oh, okay, I'm just going to America. I should just pack my bags and go. But no, right. we did a lot of research. We didn't even use a lawyer or an attorney for it. We nice. actually did a lot of research and we saved a lot of money from paying for attorney. I'm a research fanatic. So basically, I would really read and I go by the books all the time. Yeah, the process was really deep, very taxing. And then also, I think it's more... To me, I can really connect on everybody that's on there because of their emotional roller coaster. I totally understand the craziness. I totally understand that, you know. So I'm considered like not a fan. I should say a 90-day fiancé alumni. Ooh, That I'm a vet.
0: (laughs) You lived through it. I I did, and I can still relive it when I watch it. It gets emotional. (laughs) Okay, so maybe in a few words... Which part of the 90 Day Fiancé series do you think is fabricated? I mean, coming from Singapore, I think the process seems a bit, maybe not as taxing as someone coming from African country maybe, or a Middle Eastern country. Me and Lan were just talking about, do you remember Omar and Avery? Avery is the, the, the white chick that converted to Islam and then she went over to... dubai because
1: i cannot i totally cannot remember that there's so many series huh
0: yeah there's a lot of spin-offs yeah but basically you know long story short here is that omar being a syrian he's not allowed to get a green card because at that time the president who i shall not speak his name of i call him 45 he had that travel ban so someone like omar Couldn't enter the U.S., even though it's legal, through legal, you know, Mm -hmm. procedures. So, like, I guess, based on your experience and watching the series, like, which part of it is fabricated and which part of it is real?
1: You mean which one is uh, staged?
0: Yeah. For this season? Yeah, you can use this season as an example.
1: You know, I really... I don't know. I find that that French girl.
0: Amira? Amira. Yeah, Amira. And Andrew. I think, you know, Milan? <laughs> I think it's
1: fabricated. I mean, a lot of I think half of it is fabricated. Right? Because it's too she's too stupid. I'm sorry, I gotta say that.
0: <laughs> oh no. You break I Milan's mean, so, heart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> but but I think it's I don't know. I can't. I can't really... Uh, that's right. I would say Stephanie and and Harris and Ryan could be fabricated too. Yep. I yep. mean, that's total. I, I can say that the two guys are... I mean, that, that's fabricated. I feel that it is. Yeah. You, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Apart from the fact that she's intoxicated half the Most
0: time. Most of the time. Yeah. Like, ah. Shall we start with her? Oh, by the way, I didn't even get to use my intro. That's I was going to cool. say, like, hey, guys, Harris is getting a coconut for me. So... uh <laughs> All right, but we can start with Stephanie and Harris. All right, Lon.
3: Oh, man. (laughs) Tell you. (laughs) Stephanie and Harris. So, all right. So this kind of brings it back to what I was saying in our previous podcast episode was like, where do we draw the line, right, with friendship and stuff like that? and. I don't know where y'all are at with it, but for me, I think that's kind of normal to be close friends with your baby mama. Obviously, it's also normal to be enemies and to say, oh, I hate that person, you know, and they're out of my life and good riddance, right? But I could also understand when people are close to their exes and they have kids, they have children with them. So for me, I didn't really trip as much, although I could kind of see how that photo did look like. Maybe there was a little more something there, but I would trust somebody if they said, oh, no, I mean, you know, we're done, we're through, because obviously it didn't work out, right? They're not official. They're not together really. So I didn't really make a big deal about the photo. She does have a good reason to be concerned. I'll give her that. But I would also be like, yeah, you know, you just that's something you're going to have to understand and live with if he has children with this person. And that's the risk. I don't risk makes it sound so bad, but I think that's just something you're going to have to kind of put up with or understand when you're getting into a relationship with somebody who has children, right. Is you're going to have to deal with that. That's a better word to deal with their ex or to deal with the baby mama, baby father, whatever have you. So, I mean, what, what did y'all think about that? Were, were they blowing that out of proportion or was Stephanie blowing that out of proportion?
1: You know, I'm sorry. I, I'm just saying that that relationship should not have <laughs> at all. Uh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan's out. Oh, okay. Harry's you'll do. Okay. (laughs) Every time when they're on, I keep rolling my eyes. So, oh my God, when is this going to be over? You know? And then here comes Harris. I knew that he was going to say, well, me and the baby mother is no longer. I knew he was going to say that. I knew 200% he was going to say that. You know why? Because he really wanted to come here. Oh, he's
3: trying. (laughs) He's trying
1: so hard too hard and everything is like oh you know i love you i'm like okay i can't even see it in his eyes but
0: yeah Yeah. when he throw out the l word is when i know that yeah it's not bringing out those
3: big guns like like he's desperate yeah
0: (laughs) i mean it's true that if you have a baby mama you shouldn't be
1: tripping i i I don't like that relationship shouldn't have happened but but it's true, Lanza is true, like if somebody had a baby mama, a baby daddy, that they should actually live with it, right? Take it as a whole package, or you gotta yeah. have a relationship too. She's know. just,
3: she's concerned that he doesn't really love her, and I think that's a good thing. I think that's definitely a red flag, or something to bring up, like, are you in this for the right reasons? You know, I watched The Bachelor and Bachelorette and they're always talking about the right reasons. But me and my brother were always like, but what is the right reasons? For him to better himself and to get in a better situation and to provide just the opportunities. I mean- if that's the right reason for him, right? <laughs> maybe yeah. it's not the right reason for Stephanie, but she doesn't seem to mind. So, and me and Nadia talk about this a lot, but like transactional relationships. If she's coming into this relationship knowing full well that she's going to have somebody that's great in bed, and she doesn't mind giving him a hundred bucks for fucking snacks, like <laughs> you know, they're consenting adults in this, and they're both
0: it even real hundred <laughs> bucks,
3: yeah. <laughs> that's no, why real, real. when
0: you're about to go home and your grandma just slipped like a I had that you. Feeling like, hey here some money to buy sweets you know like i don't know about y'all but that's that's what my grandma used to do when
3: yeah um, i had that feeling too like not Come 100 here. bucks, get- <laughs> yeah, not 100 is, bucks though. <laughs> is this enough
0: <laughs> i think he was so shook that he even asked if it was real because he probably has never seen 100 us dollars
3: she handed it to him like it was no thing, too. She's like, here you go. Is that enough? And he's like, This is two weeks like worth of <laughs> pay for me. Like, holy crap. She didn't even bat an eye, man. She was just like, here you go.
1: It was a hundred bucks from a hundred dollar blingy
0: purse. Purse. Yep. Yeah.
3: Yep. And there was, a, a, That's so there was probably a probably a fat stack of them in there too. And he was like, I think there
0: was. Happened was she opened <laughs> it and there was like notes. And yeah. I'm pretty sure those are hundred dollar notes, or if not Belizean money, right? Nadia, did you replay that scene just to check out the? No, um- yeah, no, I didn't replay, but I saw because when she carries the bling first, I was like, <laughs> Let me peek <begin. laughs> You know, some people even said usually people tend to leave the note by the, by the bed. Ten- yeah. Do you guys get what that means?
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Hey, sex work is work, though. No shame. <laughs> no shame. No shame. Sure.
0: I have questions for you guys. Do you think Stephanie fished out that three-weeks-old Facebook post to kind of break up with Harris? Because, like, why would you do that when you just broke up with his cousin, like, a couple of days ago? Like, what is the big deal? Why do you suddenly have to, like, ask him, like, hey, it seems like you're still in love with your baby mama. Like, you both look very happy. I feel like she's trying to find excuses to not pursue this, which, again, drives home the point that she's a sex tourist.
3: Right, right. Yeah, so I kind of thought that, too. She's starting to maybe realize that she's moving way too quickly with this, and um, she needs an out, and that was, like, her out, he was able to defend himself. So she's like, well, you know, there's still things I need to think about. I still need to talk to her and things like that. So I, I think she's kind of scrambling. I know it's your, your point. That she's kind of scrambling for a way out of this now because she done, you know, started talking to him about it. So yeah, that crossed my mind. And also we talk about fabricated that this might've been a thing like, okay, where, where do we go with, where do we go now with this thing? Oh, I don't know. Let, let's have her dig up a post and then just make this final scene like really dramatic, right? And make him sweat. Because, you know, they're beating this with it. What is it? Beating a dead Be a horse. Dead horse. Yeah, yeah, with this. Like they confronted him about this stuff with the psychic already where he was sweating his like <laughs> fucking head off, right? <laughs> you know, so again, it's like where they're just, re- they keep recycling this material. But yeah, I mean, it, she did seem like she was scrambling for a way out this time because the psychic vouched psychic, when it was brought up, the psychic was like, oh, yeah, he's he's great and blah, blah, blah. So now she's like, fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Maria.
3: Yeah. You have
0: exactly. said no. You should have co-signed. your thoughts.
1: Yeah, I feel that she actually has a bad habit of investigating, you know, even like looking up Ryan's phone, uh, mm. with that kind of history. She, she rather has no trust. She has no trust at all. So she actually dug up his stuff. Mm. And I'd say that if somebody has that kind of personality of checking into somebody else's stuff, that she would do that to Harris. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. yeah totally. And I think it is within her right to do so after she got cheated on or quote unquote cheated on. So I think she's just Asking, just trying to see whether he would be tripping
2: hmm.
1: and going back to that psychic thing. And remember, we were texting each other saying that oh my god, he's sweating. It he must be the plush bathrobe. It was too plush <laughs> it's That's too why he was sweating.
2: It's getting, it's getting hot. hot in
1: here. <laughs> yeah. Is it and, the bathrobe or the interrogation? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel that scene. It's just like, oh god, okay.
0: Yeah. It, it lacks like, sincerity but, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's just something that was so
0: acted up, you know, like, mm. yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, one last question before we move on to the next couple. So, remember Stephanie said Ryan tried to call her? Yeah. First of all, do you guys think she's making that up? Because, well, she did show her screen, so maybe he did call her. Mm-hmm. But do you think he called her because he got fired from his job? <laughs>
2: Because now that
0: she's not bankrolling him, she right. has no job at the resort, right? I mean, if I were her, that would be one way for me to get back at him, right? I would call my friend and say, hey, yeah, I'm not paying Ryan's salary anymore. You can do whatever right. you want. You know, you can fire him, you can, you can pay him yourself, but I'm not paying his salary anymore. So do you think Ryan is trying to get back into the picture because now he realized, oh shit, my, my sugar mama is tapping out.
3: I thought that it could have been anything other than the, what they were making it out to be. I think she was trying to make it out as, oh, he wants to get back or hook up with me or or talk or whatever and, um, and weasel his way back in. But I think that it was just so vague. It could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been that he lost his job or it could have been that he just wanted to call her a bitch, you know, and who knows if he was just like, Fuck you, and give me my job back, and I can't believe you know what I mean. Things like this, right? Like <laughs> it could have been all that. I think they're trying to make it out like, oh, Ryan wants to get back with her, and I don't know about all that. I'm like, dude, there's so many reasons why you would want to get back in touch with an ex. Like it could have been about Harris. Also oh, now you're you're fucking my cousin. You know what I mean? Like. Hey, she said, hey, oh, you have nothing to worry about and stuff. It could have been all these things. La- Ma- it
0: could be that $3,000 watch that Harry is now <laughs> a Yo, owner. I want
3: my watch back. <laughs> what brand right. is that? I wonder what watch it is. Oh, Nadia had a photo of it. What was it? Didn't you find some receipts? Uh, no, uh, of I don't.
0: I not think so. I had a close-up of it. It's like a gold watch. I mean, it could be like it was a- on
3: sale or something at the time. Yeah. I thought you sent me a photo where it was on sale. say and-
0: another and- meme account or something. Oh like, yeah, zoom in
3: because somebody found the watch and it was like it wasn't three Gs, but like Damn. stephanie clapped back and was like guys this was filmed a long time ago and at the time i bought it for him it was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was still expensive real. it was still it was still expensive and <laughs> and uh, i think it you know how they do msrp like suggest detail yeah. and it said 3k but it was like crossed out and it was like actual it was <laughs> like when i bought this for him it was so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's because you're like
1: appraised at, two days, but actual one grand or
3: something. She got it at a deal.
1: Yeah, maybe.
3: Ross, TJ Maxx. You know?
1: Well, my thought about Ryan calling was he must have known that she was going to leave the day after. And it could be his last chance to get a ticket to America. I'm just saying. Because she could melt she loved quote unquote loved Ryan and so maybe he was just calling to apologize to you know last chance last chance that kind of thing last Last chance I'm sorry last chance I'm sorry I'm wrong I really want to go to America I want to go to Michigan or whatever but I mean I'm just going by my vibe you know by my being a vet 90 day fiance (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey Ryan come here for an American dream okay so I'm just yeah
3: <laughs> no I get it I get it we'll talk about it later but that yeah, was I'll the whole that, that was the whole <laughs> Natalie and Mike thing where she felt like he was holding that visa over her head and yeah. she couldn't say no to anything and you know that's part of her frustration was like she put up with a lot of shit because he's dangling the fucking ring and the yeah. visa and there's the carrot right when you dangle the carrot as they say
0: yeah so yeah. Okay, well hold up. Let's let's leave the, the juicy stuff towards the yeah. end. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> hey, speaking of juicy, how about that uh bachelorette party that Tariq threw
3: baseball? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all man I- and
0: the butt.
3: I don't know if y'all remember when TLC was the learning channel. I don't know what it is now, but (laughs) this episode, I learned how to it. We learned something. (laughs) Oh, we learned.
0: She learned something. It's in the
3: hips. Anybody can do it. It's in the hips. hips. (laughs) Welcome to the learning channel, y'all. What are we learning today?
0: (laughs) Serious topic here about the phone call. I want to get you guys' thoughts on that. Lon, let's start with you. What do you think of that? So there's called. two
3: um, there's actually two issues here, and they should have clarified what was going on, because yes. you can still approve of someone's sexual preference, whatever have you, and still disapprove of them marrying or having multiple partners, right? Because that's according to, I-, I guess, Christian or Catholicism or whatever. That's a no-no. Right. So because it was kind of vague when they were like, yes and no. Well, are you are you saying you approve of of both her being bisexual and disapproving of her having two partners? Or is it a yes, yes. And I think they were a bit vague about that. But there's actually two issues going on there, because I can see where somebody would be like, I don't care that you're bisexual. I don't care that you're gay or whatever have you. But really, you're going to be married and have a second partner while you're married and wedding vows in catholicism marriage is a is a sacrament and it's holy right and all this stuff like that so to me that was actually two separate issues and and I, I didn't know exactly what they were trying to address there or they weren't really specific but yeah that's real and as as a filipino coming from a very religious upbringing i think that was 100% real I didn't know if they had to do it on TV, if they're just going for ratings. And don't get me wrong, representation definitely does matter. So I'm glad they, they're having a bisexual person on, on the show. But I think, again, I, it makes me question TLC's intention here. Are they just doing this for ratings? Like, let's see her come out to her parents and let's film it. I'm like, come on, is that a bit opportunistic? Or, you know, I don't know where to draw the line when it comes to stuff like that. Really?
0: Well,
1: after listening to Lan, and I, I kind of felt like it's funny how it's kind of coordinated because the dad said that. Well, first he was shocked, and he said no, and then after that he said, "Well, whatever makes you happy." Yeah and then
3: mixed messages here i was like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and
1: then i was i was looking at the background I was like, wow that's nice look at that plantation note out there it feels tropical now it makes me miss home i was actually more concentrating on that part but anyway it <laughs> <laughs> becomes the mom that keeps saying no and no i was consistent about it but the father was a little bit like what and then told the mom, you know, and then she says that she's, she likes a girl and a boy. And then after like, no, in the end, all of a sudden it was like, okay, whatever makes you happy. I'm like, hmm, well, I don't really get that. And then after that, back to the mom. And I, I got the mom because the mom was consistent saying that no means no. Just yeah. like a typical <clears throat> Asian parent would be. Yeah. Right. So would I say that that's fabricated? Maybe the father's side, just like what Lancet ratings.
3: Or he could have been like, oh shit, y'all are recording this? (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're happy, as long as you're happy. (laughs) Change my As long as you're happy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe he saw the camera in the background. Oh (laughs) shit. Let me change my script. I'm happy, by the way.
1: Uh, (laughs) As long as you're happy, I'm happy. And then she smiled. All of a sudden she was like, "Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's very typical. Like, I think dads are usually cool about stuff like this and then the mom like my mom would be consistent as well you know my mom would be very adamant about the religious aspect of things and she would say like, let's pray on it mm.
2: that would be like my mom's yeah.
0: reaction like they would be so in denial and they'll be like yeah let's pray on it and I'm like okay I'll, I'll attempt this again <laughs> some other time. yeah
2: okay, but
0: my my biggest takeaway here is and Ellie, correct me if I'm wrong. I heard this and I think the Tagalog word for pain yes. is the same as ours. Yes. Sakit. Yes.
3: Sakit, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah it is. Yeah. A lot of the
1: words are very uh, It's Malayish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so we share the same little bit of some of the words.
0: Yeah. I was able to understand some of the things. Like I learned a lot listening to her speak Tagalog. So, yeah, that was my biggest takeaway. How do you, what do you <laughs> I, think I, about
3: Tariq's plan there with the bachelorette party. Did he did he do well?
0: <laughs> he did well. He did good. He did good for her. Like he knows what she wants. <laughs> I think she
3: did say that. She did say, yeah. Yeah, she was attractive. But, attracted but
0: to what her. what correct me if I'm wrong, guys? But did she explicitly say she wants uh an African American girl? Because I, I feel like question. I was thinking too. Yeah, because oh, yeah, she I never explicitly said, oh, like, I want a big booty. African-American girl I mean I'm I'm not saying that the booty and the <laughs> ethnic group is together but like I'm just saying like she hasn't explicitly spelled out her preference but somehow Tariq gets it right mm. huh. I know she said
3: something one episode about American girl what did she say good teeth or good breath or I forgot what she said <laughs> she had, she had a short, a, a really short. Yeah, she did something really...
1: like dark skin. Like, oh yeah, yes, yes, yes.
0: yeah. Uh, that cannot I be Filipino or something, right? Did she say that? She Obviously. said something really so Thai <laughs> Oh yeah, cannot tie. be Thai. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why are you contradicting yourself? But anyway,
1: <laughs> I mean, before you move on to the next couple, I was yeah. watching her expressions during the booty club and all. Like, she was like. She was pursing
0: her lips like
1: she, she was like,
3: thirsty.
1: <laughs> no, that's real.
3: <laughs> yeah. She was like, mm. that was
1: real. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Or at least
0: she looks genuinely interested. How about yes. That? yes. Genuinely I like her though.
1: I, I do like her. I like her. She's yeah. I, I like her. I I feel her. There you go.
0: <laughs> but you, did you guys feel the the microwave and fridge in the room? Because I'm not feeling that. Did you guys catch that? Which one? When their scene came on And they were in I think the master bedroom Or something There was a freaking microwave And on top of a fridge <laughs> I did not I, Well I didn't, I didn't, that. <laughs> I didn't Watch know. it again <laughs> Watch it again You'll be like Why Is there a microwave In this master bedroom? Well you know <laughs> Who is cooking? You <laughs> get hungry after <laughs>
2: yes <Yeah.
0: laughs> Anyway <laughs> Shall we move on to Brendan and Julia? Which is a very complicated couple in my point of view because I my feel goodness. like I switched off when it comes to Brendan and I Julia. But Lon, let's 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 hear your expert opinion on.
3: Oh so, yeah, so f- for this, I think the mom's happy. The mom's happy because it's not going to be on Mother's Day weekend anymore. <laughs> uh, <get laughs> so it, yeah, Daddy. huge takeaway there. I thought it was nice of her to offer to help Julia get the dress um, and the shoes my thing though was brandon is still not showing his excitement okay now they're moving the date up They're, they're making the date earlier now another opportunity to show how excited he is but instead she gets into this argument with him and I think he tried to defend himself, but he didn't try hard enough. So she's like, well, why do you want to marry me then? You know? And he's like, ah, but that, 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 and then she storms off. And I'm like, come on, dude. Really? <laughs> like he puts in very, very little effort into showing his excitement. If you really are excited, then fucking show it. It's not that hard. You know? And I think all she really wants is for him to show some excitement. She's already not getting the dream wedding. Show some excitement that oh yeah, you know, now we're going to get married earlier. Like, aren't you excited for this? I am. Sell it to her, dude. If you're tired of her like yelling at you about this and like you want to avoid the drama, he would think he would change his behavior. He's still not. So the dudes on the show really, y'all, I can just go at length about how how many times these dudes be fucking up. So (laughs) (laughs) for real, like they're just like, dude it's not that difficult especially for brandon i think to show a little bit of excitement for your wedding like even if you don't do the details and you don't plan and you're not you don't really want to do all that stuff at least show her that you're excited to get married and missed opportunities
1: well at least mike was excited right the day before the wedding (laughs) (laughs) i
0: mean
3: big Mike. yeah
1: i remember he said well we're excited we're getting married tomorrow well anyway
3: (laughs) Even that looked kind of fake to me, though, with Mike. Kind of.
1: So here's the thing about Brandon is that it's so funny because at first the parents were kind of so traditional and so adamant about them not being in the same room and then they fought for it and then they're okay now and then all of a sudden they're so nice. Now that got me thinking that's that part whether he's fabricated or not. Second one is about Brandon being very nonchalant or didn't care about everything or anything about the wedding Mm -hmm. uh was that fabricated it looks kind of like but it can also be that he was pushed into getting involved in the wedding ceremony from the beginning my husband actually watched last week's scene about this and my husband's like we're not supposed to be in this kind of wedding preparation i mean you know, why should I go see your dress or something like that? Just everything is like, whatever, whatever, just go for it. It doesn't mean that he's not enthused about it. It doesn't mean that he's not excited, but it's just not his thing. Right. Yeah. Right. It's funny. And then my husband grabbed a, a Coke and goes like, it's not a man's thing. <laughs> <he won't> <laughs> so I kind of get that. You know, I kind of get that. You can't force a man to look excited. Now, he might be excited, but it's just maybe that women are just overly excited over things sometimes. It's, I'm going to be a princess for that day. Aren't you excited? Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And I think to me, it's natural. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. It's not, you know,
3: just leave him alone. Leave him alone, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, happy wife, happy life, as they say. Happy and I think,
2: life.
3: <laughs> I think she's shown him how disappointed she is.
1: And yeah. she walked away. She was so dramatic about it. and that part I, <laughs> Because you know why? Because she has nobody. Right. Nobody. She's by the herself. Point, and point. I understand that part. When she walked away, she was totally crazy. And my husband happened to watch that yesterday, too. And I said, was I really that crazy at that time? He was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I understand her. I feel you. <laughs> so it's it's natural for him to not be excited. It's natural for her to go crazy that he's not excited.
0: I read the whole situation as Brendan having cold feet because he's starting mm. to question why they're doing this in the first place. And I think maybe that stems from the fact that he wasn't enthusiastic about the ceremony part of it in the beginning but now he's like having second thoughts because it feels like because they're moving the dates up maybe he's getting all this wedding jitters and questioning like are we moving too fast the
3: realization of it is starting to hit
0: right but then he also has to realize that there's a deadline here right
1: there's
0: only 90 days right
1: oh plus a lockdown right is that that's the reason why they're actually making it earlier Yeah. yeah yeah But then closed. Right.
0: Her visa has an expiry date. So right. you have to get married before 90 days, whether it's on the 90th day itself or somewhere in between. But for some reason, I feel like their arguments are silly because mm-hmm. yes, she wants to be a princess on her wedding day. And why not? It's their first wedding. It's the first time getting married. Obviously, she wants to do it up. And he's more of like, meh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And now he's like, on the brink of changing his mind almost.
3: Yeah. So, and you, you brought up a good point. I kind of want to circle back to that because yeah. he did say that he was feeling rushed because of COVID. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I had to take a step back and go, but wait a minute. The 90 day process is already like rushed. Right. I don't know. It felt like he was trying to blame COVID for it. And I'm like, dude, no, there's a deadline here, whether you like it or whether you would choose to address this or not. So yeah, the cold feet could definitely be real, man.
0: Mm -hmm. all right do we want to move on to jovi and yara
3: oh man so again right again similar to what i was saying about brandon and nadia and i talked about this again it's so easy the, the pattern here jovi should know this pattern that when she gets like this and she just wants his attention just fucking apologize dude And you saw how she melted again as soon as he was when she was like, you know, throwing a fit. I want to be in Vegas with you. And now everybody's here. And he took a step back and then he like cradles her face and he's like, all right, you know, I'll try to spend as much time with you, you know, and then they kiss each other. and I go, dude, that's all she wanted, dude, this entire time. First of all, he fucked up with the bachelor party. So he should be already in this mood to be making it up to her. And instead, he's not. And he's like, so he's trying to act like nothing happened. Dude, take her aside. Address that you fucked up. Say, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I'm going to try to make this up to you. And then make it up to her. You got away with it, dude. You got away with the bachelor party, right? She let you because she could be throwing all kinds of hell right now. And she's not. She's actually being pretty tame for that. And again, all he has to do is just, dude, just own up to it apologize and tell her you'll you know that that you're going to make it up to her and he did that at the end and maybe maybe that's part of their whole dynamic is the we'll wait he doesn't want to admit he's been wrong he'll admit to the cameras yeah i didn't come home but like dude admit it to her because she's the one that needs to hear it she's the one that wants your attention so again you know it's these guys man <laughs> like do you not know how to read your significant other do you not know their patterns or their habits or and he's been doing this the entire time dude like she's really easy to appease I think she's really easy to appease as long as you take accountability for it really heartfelt apology and then she just melts back and she's just like all right like I love you again you know so (laughs) get with the program here man
1: (laughs) well I know you were saying that he should get it already, but you know what? Let me tell you something. Men don't get it, okay?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh!
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love my husband to death, but it's like same thing over and over again. Don't you get it? Don't you get it? It's already a red flag. I'm I'm gonna go crazy here. I'm gonna have a bf here like a bitch fit, right? And it's like get that, get that, (laughs) you know. And you're still like no I don't get that why are you all of a sudden so bitchy and all that kind of stuff but and you're right Lan like um, Yara is I like her because she's so cute especially when she gets really mad and and Jovi said something and she'll go like shut up you know kind of things like oh there's like a little puppy but it's true that she wants attention Jovi's like a teenager he's a party boy he loves partying there was not enough time if he were to have left at eight o'clock and come back at eleven o'clock. You know, there's no way in heaven or hell that he would actually be home by eleven. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was having too much fun. I knew that he was gonna fuck up. So, <laughs> so and I you knew. That saw Yara,
0: that coming. Yeah,
1: I, I saw that coming, and I knew that Yara was gonna get mad. I thought that she was gonna get even crazier, but she did not. Yeah. And then they wanted to party again, and they wanted to go to a lobby bar again, and she finally told him, and like what Lance said he apologized in the end and then she melted so simple as that but the thing is that the longer that he didn't apologize or didn't say yes dear let's spend time together the less the longer that she's gonna mope and she's gonna
3: right Cry, so, yeah, yeah. He could avoid it at all oh, of that. No,
1: women are easy. Address that
3: right at the beginning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just cradle her face and say, "I'm sorry." Honey. I'm
3: sorry, right?
1: <laughs> there you go. Your suffering will only be five minutes instead of five hours.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Were they driving
2: to
0: Vegas? That was what I was going to bring up, Lon. Is that either there's no direct flight from Nolins to Las Vegas because it's so weird and kind of silly that they took a a Nola to LAX flight. And then drove all the way to Las Vegas. Like, if it's far, I mean, like, it sucks for Yara, who's pregnant. Who's and sick. Yeah, uh, yeah. oh my yeah. gosh. And she's probably feeling all kinds of temperature. Like, it's warm. It's, you know, I, I feel
1: it's for her. And sick and moody. Yeah. 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 Why would you
0: do that? And, yeah. and he, <laughs> here's the thing they keep saying that this is an intimate wedding party. Why are all his, fr- well, not all, but why are some of his friends coming? And he brought the worst of them. Some of his friends are like (laughs) straight-up douchebags. They're bullies. I'm not sure if you guys heard, but one of them called her a dinosaur. Oh, I didn't... Yeah, when they stopped by the diner. And they say like, oh, this statue is you and the dinosaur is Yara. And I'm like, dude, that's hella insensitive. I mean, if only you knew that she's pregnant and you freaking just write her off as someone who's like temperamental or someone who's moody. Like, yeah, she's moody because she's probably uncomfortable and by the way I think LAX to Las Vegas is I've done the drive before I think it's 10 hours with good traffic with good traffic I think it's 10 hours it could be longer I, I or maybe I'm wrong but
1: I was six but yeah it's yeah, long
0: yeah it's long more than two is long for me <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: that's true.
0: more than a drive to Tahoe is probably long but anyway <laughs> yeah I mean I know you guys probably have a lot more to say but I I, I feel like Yara reminds me of um, Jasmine. I'm not sure if you guys remember. Jasmine is the girl from, I want to say Finland. The one that moved to US. And she, she was with Blake, the rapper from LA. Because they both like, they are both very nonchalant, very ice queen. And they don't get along with the guys, their men's friends. And I'm like, I see the similarities here. I think they both show a disdain towards the friends of their partner. And I wonder if it's a friend thing or if it's a European woman thing. I don't know. But this is just a roundabout way of me saying that Yara reminds me of Jasmine. If you guys remember who she is. But anyway.
1: I don't remember.
3: I don't. (laughs) You said, wait, she dated Blake, the rapper? Yeah.
0: Blake, he's not like a famous rapper, but that's his job. He raps. You know, he's not famous, but he he raps for a living. He has a production company and he raps and she's this very pretty ice queen. You know, she comes to the U S and I think one of the defining moments for Jasmine is that she told Blake's parents, her in-laws that she doesn't want to work.
3: I remember she, she wanted to, to be, d- yeah, she actually said, Oh, I'm going to do Instagram. And yeah.
0: I mean, like, to, I remember. To, be, okay. to be like, to imitate her, she said, I want to do social media.
3: Right. I do remember that season. Yeah. Yeah he okay, was a cool so guy you, I thought yeah. he was a cool
0: guy and they're still together so nice yeah all right want to talk about our dude buddy Ziet and uh, Rebecca
3: let's normalize <laughs> shopping at Target <laughs> <laughs> Dude, For what are you way. talking
0: about? Tarzan is the shit. It let's is. That's why right I said.
3: Let's normalize <laughs> it, you know? I'm like, all right. You know, fiscally responsible, you know? Wait, they're, wait. They're... <laughs> on.
1: I Jacket, thought, come on.
0: Yeah, I thought you're going to say let's normalize <laughs> Navy with red pants as wedding suit. <laughs> like, I... why is Rebecca so hung up? This is her yeah. fourth wedding.
3: Yeah. Oh. Someone please tell her.
0: Please, like, why are you hung up? This hot guy—I mean, he's red. I mean, subjectively hot, right? Now that he's all like glowing up and stuff, but like he's willing to marry your ass. So why yeah. are you bothered about the freaking suit? Just get over right.
3: it. As her friend puts it, okay, you're you're not getting the dream wedding, but you're getting your like your dream man. Right? right. Or you're getting you're not getting the wedding you want, but you're getting the man you want. That's the important stuff, right? And she's right. still stressing about the. Oh, the ring. And again, I mean, ladies, you know, the ring's probably important for y'all. But under the circumstances, her friend was making so much sense, dude. You're getting married under a 90-day visa in the middle of a pandemic. This is just it. She's like, what am I doing with my life? Dude, that's just the way it is right now. So yeah, I think her friend had the right attitude about it. I don't think there's really... Uh, and I, can't, I don't want to say she's overreacting because I do get where she's coming from. But yeah, I mean, these are actually really good circumstances for them both. You're not going to be alone during Ramadan. Like, <laughs> can we look at the positives here, right? <laughs> start looking and start being optimistic here. You're going to spend the rest of your life for a, a guy that you want to be with. Well, hopefully the rest of your lives, right? <laughs> hopefully that this is the end of the track record but yeah she's still still sweating the small shit dude life's too short (laughs) y'all there's no cake big whoop there's no ring whatever dude right you guys waited two years I think that she keeps saying two years for this and the time is here sooner than later that's a good thing so um yeah just chill chill out enjoy (laughs) that's my two cents on that
1: was really funny. I would say, first of all, when he said, what, a blue jacket and, no, a red jacket
0: and blue shoes? Blue shoes, yep. <laughs> <And> it's cute, <laughs> I think.
3: I think I've actually worn that combo.
0: <laughs> there we go. Let's normalize that, dance. Hey, nothing wrong with
3: that. Let's normalize <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> I
0: would say that
1: ever since Ziet got here or came to America, she was overwhelmed. She was overwhelmed by number one, you know, the family, the daughter and, you know, the best friend, you know, being apprehensive about him being here. And number two is that she had to work many hours to support him. And also, she, I think she, at that moment, she was so overwhelmed from working so many hours and him doing nothing. Of course, he couldn't do anything. Except play so, Call of Duty, and then and then all of a sudden,
3: <laughs> her timing was bad. That's but I mean. Come on,
1: and all of a sudden, and, like it's Ramadan, and now you want to get married, you know that kind of stuff. And she was planning this carriage thing in this place, and her dress didn't fit. And I'm like, she lost her ring. Her dress didn't fit. How did that happen? How did that happen? Like, yeah, dress didn't
2: fit. Small. <laughs>
1: So I think she was just overreacting because she was so overwhelmed because she works, what, 60 hours a week and trying to put in this and trying to pay the bills and trying to take care of him and trying to now you want to get married in a few days. I was kind of offended when she said something like, well, what are you, a Muslim once a year?
0: Yeah, or something. one time out of a year or something. One time out of a year, yeah. you know.
1: I mean, I should say that, okay, I... I'm a Muslim and, you know, moving here actually does detach me, detach a lot of my traditions, my home traditions, being kind of immersing myself into being more secular and all that. But Ramadan is a sacred thing. I think that's the last bit of tradition that he would love to hang on to. And I understand that. And he just doesn't want to sin (laughs) more during Ramadan by cohabiting with the girlfriend because she didn't understand fair enough because he did not explain to her and he was so cool because she she was like bitching and saying, so now you're gonna marry me and he was like yeah 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 <laughs> i love that guy
2: <laughs> yes
0: and <laughs> i thought you're gonna say she feels overwhelmed by how hot he's getting every day
1: <laughs>
0: how hot yeah, I mean he's I looking know. better she now that no, oh. yeah, now that he's in the US, like we all we talked about this and he, You're it, right. I was listening to your last podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's like a glow up, right? You know, he's so stylish, you know, he dresses like he's in Greece, the movie. And like even <laughs> even <laughs> in the car, did you see the shades that he was wearing? He had the like, style man. I like his shades and I like his hair. Yeah. <laughs> I, and and my thought is why is Rebecca making so much fuss about? His dress when he's the one that makes her look good. Like, right? he's the one that looks fly. Like, why you gotta <laughs> worry about this man's wedding suit when you should be worried about your corset or whatever, right? But yeah, Ellie, I appreciate that you sum up the whole Ramadan thing so well. I mean, you're much better than me. I feel like when you move to the US, you're away from your community, you get detached. And sometimes Ramadan is the only piece of tradition that that you cling on,
2: to um, yeah. that's
0: part of your identity, right? That you still want mm-hmm. to keep. Yeah, so, and as someone who's like a moderate Muslim, like I'm, I'm not like a, a staunch practicing Muslim, but I really feel like Ramadan is something that is doable for me.
2: Yeah. And
0: mm-hmm. I think it's healthy to fast. So I can totally understand why he wants to honor the month of Ramadan. And then the other thing too, Ellie, that you said resonates so well is... I didn't realize that supporting a 27-year-old is so much hard work. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, 60-hour work week? Damn.
1: (laughs) I was trying to calculate, like, so how many hours does she work in a day? (laughs) You know what? Which is harder? Working 60 hours or being stuck at home? Being on a 90-day fiancé visa, not having to do anything? You are actually nobody, you know, like, basically, you only have your... PlayStation to play, you have no friends, you know, so you have nowhere to go. You can't even drive. You don't even know where you want to go. I think it's mm-hmm. harder being at home than yeah, hours, you know. I'm just saying through my experience, okay, stop being emotional, Ellie.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask you, Ellie, when you first came here, and I don't know if you started working immediately, but for me, I spent most of my initial 30, 60 days looking for a job. But yeah, you feel helpless because you can drive. I mean, I cannot drive, right? I haven't gotten my license. Like I can't walk to a shop because like I live so far from like the nearest strip mall or like the nearest downtown area. So it does feel very stifling. Like I feel like very restricted, like I'm a prisoner at home. So I'd rather be out there working, socializing, you know, exploring, you're very limited because as a new immigrant there's not much you can do
1: well first of all you're like nobody you have no friends you have no social security number you have no id you have no driver's license you have no
0: bank account no you don't get me crying (laughs) no 401k
1: it was hard it was hard af okay i mean to me it was hard being a prisoner and my husband was always my victim and It was very, very sad. It was very frustrating, you know. Did I get a job? Uh, Yeah, after I married my husband and then after that, we converted our K-1 visa. I got a job almost right away. I got a job almost right away, even before I got my work permit because I got the job and then I was working for AAA at that time. And... My manager was like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. I know that you're going to get your work permit. And a week later, I give it to them. But I, I did get my job. I was blessed with the job immediately. But I was actually at home for a good number of months, right? Well, we didn't get married or something like that.
0: I can't yeah. remember. It was like 20 years ago, girl. Damn. <laughs> but it's the journey and you are here. So that's all that matters. Right. I'm still here. Yeah, you're still here. <laughs> yeah are we ready to talk about amira and andrew all right Lon, go
3: all right whether or not this is fabricated i still think andrew is is a pos i think he just proves more and more with every episode um just how
0: for for the benefit of people who don't know their acronym it's not point of sales it's a piece of shit I just want to point abusive. he's, he's,
3: <laughs> <shit>. <laughs>
0: he's emotionally
3: abusive, he's manipulative. Obviously, in this episode, we got to see how he tried to twist the story around and make himself the victim of this. Mm-hmm. And then from the, the text conversation, we see you know, on Amira's side of it, and how she tells the story is very much different from how he tells his side of the story. So, I don't know what. All receipts Andrew has, but I'm team Amira on this one. I've been team Amira. Um, I'm glad, glad that she's not marrying him. I'm glad that she, you know. If <laughs> it's either you board the plane or you're going to Paris, I'd be like, send me to fucking Paris then, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and thing Damn. is, with yeah. the, with like children are important, and if you want to have children, Andrew, that's that's great. That's all on you, but don't start pressuring her into the situation and then guilt tripping her into marrying you. She she wasn't even
1: there yet. She wasn't even here yet. Yeah. She wasn't like on the plane yet.
3: (laughs) Right. And that's what I mean. He's like, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. You know, you can have me. Man, you're not God's gift, bro. Like you're not, man. You know what I mean? You or a trip to fucking Paris. Like send me on that plane back, man. I'm going back to Paris. So (laughs) I'm happy for her. I think Andrew fucked up. He doesn't deserve her anyway. And I'm glad she got out of that because I think that was toxic. But she put up with a lot. Um, Love makes you stupid. (laughs) Or for lack of a better term, I think love makes you do things that you wouldn't normally do. You know, your head isn't all there because you're thinking with your heart. And I think she did put up a lot to justify why she's in this relationship with Andrew. And I'm just glad she's out of it.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, first of all, I I find Andrew to be, ignorant to begin with especially during the trip when he told her to fly into Mexico and then we can go you know I find that moving one person from one place to another place on a K-1 visa this is like real shit you know it's not like hey why don't you stop here we'll have some time together and then after that we move. I mean, to me, I was kind of offended during the first leg of her being sent home or rather like, how dare you ask her to go to America through Mexico? So I was kind of irritated because I felt that he was telling her what to do and then she did it. She got sent back. I didn't feel that he was even remorseful at all or felt bad for her. Yep. She was so traumatized and then the nerve of him asking her to fly to Serbia, 14 days quarantine. That was all wrong to begin with, you know? And I knew, Nadia, you did ask me, can you believe that she actually flew to Serbia? And I said, well, shit, people do for love, man. Look at me. (laughs) I didn't go to Serbia. (laughs) And then the nerve on him to actually fight with her over having kids... Think about her first. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, she was already traumatized from the first leg of that stupid thing. And, and now it's this one. And then she wasn't even ready to have a baby. I mean, like, come on, let me just pass through this 14-day quarantine. Let me pass through the immigration. Let me pass through the U.S. immigration. Then we'll talk about it you know. No, you're talking yeah. about, and I'm still traumatized by all this bullshit. And then there's right, coronavirus right. and all that kind of stuff. And then... For him to say that here's the ticket to Paris, you know, go to Paris or come to me. You know what?
3: This. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so middle right.
1: Like, you know what?
3: He's trying this. to bully her again, dude. I'm like, that's exactly. not the way to do it, man. <laughs> like,
1: hell no. Uh-uh. I'm not moving and I'm not leaving my family over this BS, you know. Yeah. So she did the right thing. You know, she did the right thing. I'm glad that she did. And I'm glad she did. I'm glad I'm glad she didn't go to America. I know that she did say that she wasn't chasing the American dream, but she was chasing the man of her dreams. And she tried. I should say that she tried. Poor
3: girl. Can I
0: read to you guys the text message that he sent her? Please do. Yes. This is what he says. By the way, I just realized this. He started a countdown. Yep. So he said, you've been given a lot more rope to hang yourself with. So it's on you. The children at the daycare are far better team players. You make your choices. You shoot yourself in the foot. Okay, first of all, what's up with all these violent references and suicidal references like rope, shoot? What's going on? If you've got any talking to do, I strongly suggest you engage me now. My time is limited. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's been 30 minutes from my initial offer to help. I have but 60 more seconds in me. And then he started his other countdown. And then he starts from five, four, three, two, one. 1. That's bullying. That yeah. is major bullying. That's oh, manipulative. And the,
3: yeah, and it's funny that you brought up... Not funny, but it's important that you brought up the word choice because that's intentional. Yeah. He's definitely using this kind of language this rope to hang yourself with and shoot yourself in the foot there are other ways of saying these things but these are the ways to say it alluding to violence right yeah that's Fighting the kind, words, right so the word choice is important here because whether mm-hmm. the person you're speaking to knows it or not it's emotionally charged language for a reason and there's other ways of saying that nicer ways of saying that this is bullying it's abusive i wouldn't have that kind of tone with somebody that I'm trying to marry you better put your best foot forward man like especially at a time like this where you're on shaky ground you know if you really want to say oh well maybe we're not ready for this kid's discussion just yet let's write it out for a little bit this is not the language you want to use to try to get her to board that plane and instead he uses threatening language he uses like abusive manipulative the ultimatum type it's, it's either this way or it's this way right mm-hmm. putting her in this high stress situation and you better make the right choice you know what i mean like and she did and she did right because yeah. what because if she boards that plane and she lands you're gonna beat her ass like what the fuck yeah. dude you know what i mean i'm so glad she's out of that
1: oh uh, wow i'm lost forwards with andrew i just find yeah. that he is he thinks that he's far more superior just by i don't know i just didn't like the way that he treats her yeah or even a woman, you shouldn't be talking to him. I'm like, come on, you know, oh, like I'm coming to you, mofo. You're going to talk to me like that? Yeah. I'm like, no. like, And then also, like you said, count down five, four, three. Guess what? Bye. Yeah. You know, seriously. Boy, bye. <laughs> yeah, what if I actually want to, to go to America and are you going to talk to me like that? Oh, fuck yeah. no. So.
0: I'm glad Amira cut her losses. Riddle. She's too good for him. She's too hot for him, you know. He's so, so nice. Yeah, yeah, she's hella pretty. I don't think Andrew deserves that at all, and I'm I'm glad we we're seeing his true colors. I mean, we know he's a douchebag, but we didn't know to what extent. And this is him in you know, technicolor, every technicolor out there. Oh goodness, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's highly disgusting, super despicable. I can't even. Uh, yeah, but again, like I know I've shared this unpopular opinion. I think their story is fabricated. You know, again, Amira didn't have to participate, but she did. Maybe she truly loves him, but maybe there's another agenda. I don't know. I'm still team Amira's dead.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Amira's no. dead. Right. Amira's <laughs> <dad>. <laughs> Who who made a brief appearance somewhat sideways when right. she mentioned him and he's like it's all right come back we still love you here <laughs> right. so yeah even when he's not on camera he's pulling through for her so mvp
0: mvp amira's dead
3: yeah <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> are you ready for the grand finale
3: natalie and mike yep let's do it y'all probably got more to say on this But, you know, she should have left a long time ago, I think. But again, it's the whole dangling that carrot. Mike was dangling that carrot in front of her, giving her this false hope and oh, we'll work Hmm. this out. We'll work this out. So, of course, she's going to stay. But if this is the way it was going to end anyway, she she should have just left. Well, aside from, you know, the whole theme of you don't know what you have until it's gone, which is what I think is going on here. Because we know that they get married and maybe he needed that distance to go, holy shit, like I really do miss her and I really do love her. So let's do this already. So I think there's that. But why keep the ring? I didn't understand that. So that's that's where I stand on that. And obviously, I'm sure y'all ladies have a lot to say. We can always circle back to the ring later on. But that was a big question for me. Like, why why keep that? Give that back to him. like, And she's, I want to remind myself of the pain you put me through. And I'm like, no, you don't. You don't fucking want that. So, yeah.
1: So I would say, okay, I'm going to stick with that ring question. I know why. Because his last visit in Ukraine, did you remember that she was such a bitch to him?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And that was despicable to me. Because she returned the ring and he was trying his best. He was heartbroken and and she was a bitch. And then I don't know, all of a sudden the season's like, oh, I got my visa. So, So she came. I think he was really hurt when the ring was given to him, not in a nice way. She also did not give him a pleasant goodbye. He was hurt. And he kept it for so long. And the funny thing was that he didn't even tell her why he wasn't giving the ring back to her because of the hurt. Because he's still angry. He's still resentful, but he just couldn't take it out. He just couldn't say that, hey, I'm still hurt by what happened my last visit. Mm -hmm. And she did not even want to, I think it was her ego that, didn't want to acknowledge that until towards the end. If you notice, you know, like past few episodes when she finally desperately says that, okay, there's no other way to make this move forward unless she faced it, you know, unless they faced it together. And she did say that, I, you know, I want to say sorry or whatever. And at that time, he was kind of like a little softer on, you know, and he finally said that he was hurt because of the last visit. And maybe that was the reason why he said that he wasn't ready towards the end. Maybe that's why he wasn't going to give her the ring. I felt him when he said, I want you to feel the hurt that I went through. Does that make sense? Like, I want you to feel it now. Mm-hmm. i It's payback time. Yeah.
2: Right, but right.
1: But I think when Natalie came to America, she was sincere. I, I, I could say that she was sincere, but she became the victim all of a sudden. It's funny how they, you know, he just got flipped and he was not straightforward with his feelings he was not putting out his feelings to work it out he said that we'll work it out but he didn't look like he was going to work it out he Mm -mm. was making her work it out making her i mean it's not just her it has to be him too you both have to you know yeah so i'm just trying to stop cussing here i was i was gonna say (laughs) come on you know just open up your mouth and say what you mean you know if you want this to work but Towards the end, I I felt that he was very excited. Should I say that he was faking it? I didn't think that he was faking it. He was kind of excited to get married. And then after that, he pulled out. Wow. I cried, man. I cried. For Natalie? And she actually just packed her bags. And I felt it because you know what? I actually packed my bags twice during the 90 days.
0: (laughs) Oof. Oof.
1: I was, Damn! Well, I'll to that later. But was that for <laughs> another
0: episode, maybe.
1: I <laughs> was
2: like,
0: I was putting all my stuff in there. I'm Did like, you throw oh. away a shoe that somehow landed on the?
2: <laughs>
0: I threw the key. I threw actually. I,
1: I threw the apartment key back to him, but he Ooh. was like on the street, and I was like, Pew! take oh. that key back. I am moving back to Singapore. But anyway, well. <laughs> But I think she just had it. She's just like, okay, you don't want to get married? Okay, fine. You know what? It's no point for me being here. I'm done. I'm done. Right. You know, that, that's my last.
3: But maybe she kept it because she knew that because he wanted it. She's yes. like, fuck that. Yes. it wasn't even so much that it was special to her. It's because yes. you want it back. Yes. You're not getting it back. Watch right? me. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, fuck that. Her final, <laughs> her final fuck you to him was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Just be, now what? that you asked for it? No. <laughs> you notice
1: she was so polite? Yes. Like, yeah. That made me cry. That's why I cried. I said, please, please, let's just go. What was her name? Like, please, let's Tamara. just go. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't have this ring. I'm sorry. Anyway, she said that, wow, I cried. Yeah, I, I felt her, you know. I think he cried. My, didn't my cry?
3: I
0: think he, when he first came out. First, he did at the beginning. Yeah. He did. Yeah. I mean, you can sell like. Yeah, this yes. time
3: he just wanted the ring back. He's like, "Give me the ring." He's the not, ego. Gonna, you're the not ego. gonna sell it's it. Ego. Yeah, I'm like, eh, man, let it go. I don't know how much it was, but let it go, man. You broke her heart, dude. Let it go. <laughs> yeah.
1: And towards the end, it's funny, right? I went back for the credit card. Obviously, we all know that they're not gonna accept a credit card that doesn't belong to them. Right. And then they went back to the house. <laughs>
0: It's so comical in the end. Because I think in the next episode, we see that the hotel or the motel... And by the way, what a douchebag to book your your ex fiance into a motel. Like At least give her the decency of a hotel. But anyway, that's just me. <laughs> I feel like it's such a comical thing, this whole exit, right? Because they drove off, they came back for the credit card. Now, when they were at the mot- motel, we saw a preview of the motel yeah. rejecting her. So now she has to drive or rather Tamara has to drive them back because I guess she's like, where am I going to stay? And yeah, I guess Natalie probably doesn't have any savings or something. That's very concerning for me because I'm not a believer of being so codependent on someone. Like even though you just moved or something, I mean, I'm pretty sure she worked before she should have some sort of cash on her. I would, Why would say she... that it's
1: savings. I think it's a, it's in the middle of a panic and the middle of drama, because we're in the middle of panic, right? And also, you don't know anybody, you don't know where to go, you can't drive, mm. so it's not about the money. I would say that it's a panic thing, you know. Right. Remember, that's I thing. Think like twice.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking. Like if they drove to the motel and the motel doesn't accept like his credit card, right? Because he's not there. To authorize huh. the, she the to yeah, she should have something. Oh, okay, okay, I'm not okay. saying that she should come out with like cash, but like okay. she should have her like Russian or Ukrainian yes. credit card or something, like something, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so okay, I found I that. that a little bit concerning, which also tells me that maybe this is the fabricated part because we know in the maybe? end that they got married, right? In fact, I remember the the date of their marriage. I think it's April 15 or something. I saw their marriage certificate. <laughs> but I agree with you, Ellie. I find that despite her being let down and her heart being broken, she was being very mature and classy about it. Like, she wished Uncle Bo um, yeah. the very best. Uh, she was being very European. I feel like she was like, uh, you know, Uncle Bo said, well, keep in touch. And I said, no, I, I can't keep in touch. I <laughs> I'm keep in And touch I'm with like, you. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> direct. <laughs> for being, kudos for being direct. Because I, I would be like that too. I'm like, nah. Yeah. No. Like, fuck you, fuck you. And fuck Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would be even more wretched than that. But uh, kudos to her for holding it together. But again, that, that tells me that this is probably all staged. Maybe, maybe. I'm not discounting that she didn't feel like shit. She probably did. And some people even speculated that TLC might have paid Mike to break her heart like this so that they yeah. genuinely could film her reaction. Like, oh I my think god, the, the panic attack feels so real. Like, it was. That was? Yeah, it looks real. Yeah. as someone who suffers from it I know that looks kind of real like when you like gasping for yeah. air and you can't even talk that looks genuinely like real like legit you know so Mike I don't know why you want to play the villain here because you could have been the bigger man and not do this payback on Natalie I mean I know she broke your heart in Ukraine but why you got to do her dirty like this like why and you know there are cameras out there like why you got to make yourself look bad doesn't make sense but anyway that's my spiel right there yep so ellie on our podcast we usually end the show we wrap it up with our wtf moment since this is a you know 90 day fiance wtf podcast so we (laughs) we like to tell our listeners we like to share with our listeners what our wtf moment so do you happen to have one or Lon, do you want to start first and then maybe yes. Ellie can, can kind of yeah. draw inspiration? My
3: WTF moment was the text message uh, shot that Nadia read. And I also, when Nadia, when I saw in our message thread that we have going, I told Nadia, I fucking screenshotted that shit too. Because I got a glimpse of it and I was like, wait, did that just... So I rewound it and then took a screenshot of it myself from like straight off my TV and read it. And I was like, WTF, dude, this guy. It just, again, I, I i never had any doubts about this guy. He's always been a douche, in my opinion. And that really just, if the deal hadn't already been sealed, this did it for me. Like, I don't care what you got going on Instagram, what receipts you got against amira or however you want to play the victim card but this just really for me that text message shot was just like oh wow so that was my wtf moment and and for for our listeners nadia was reading that earlier what he had texted her and if if you've seen the show pause it or the the screenshot's actually going around on um, social media right now on instagram so you could even read it like this guy this guy is terrible
0: hmm you know what i have to go with long because that was Like Especially when he said that his time is limited. Like, who the fuck are you to say that your time is limited? Yeah. (laughs) You and who? Like, you're not Tom Cruise. You're not Brad Pitt. You're not like Benedict Cumberbatch or something. Like, come (laughs) on, man. You're just some dude from Roseville, California. So what? This hot chick wants to be with you. Why can't you make it easy on her? Like, what's going on? So yeah, I share the same WTF moment as Lon. That text messages were inhumane
1: <laughs> i have to agree on that because you know what tell you the truth my wtf moment was when i didn't really read in detail of that text until you showed it on the screen like he did that that my rope was whatever the right. rope yeah. the, the, the countdown the whatever part right. that one was wtf i'm like no 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 that's wrong you know so i feel the same that's the winner right there. <laughs> or the loser for him.
3: Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening. WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast from. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 day fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode. We might even shout you out. Nadia. Line. where can we find you <laughs>
0: <laughs> hold on let 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 us focus on our vip ellie oh, where yes, can we find it. you
3: where can we find you if we want to you find can you
1: can find me almost everywhere in the bay area
3: <laughs>
2: where-
1: <laughs> i own a food truck so tiny little ad here that like, i own a food truck it's the only singaporean food truck in the bay area so if you guys wow. follow us is in, on instagram is satay by the bay sf Oh, we'll find us there we're everywhere so you can find me there or yeah that's my only public instagram <laughs> and know about our food and all that kind of other stuff it's authentic singaporean food there you go by the
0: I, I i validate that a hundred percent i love her food i've tasted it many many times <laughs> so yeah check out satay by the bay SF. follow them on instagram they're everywhere i think Ellie, just to give our listeners a sense of where you usually park your truck, you guys are at Half Moon Bay mostly, right?
1: Yeah, we are at Half Moon Bay every Sunday except for this Sunday. So I'm going to give you a very quick detail on our our schedule this week. We are going to be in San Francisco on Wednesday, which is Harmonic Brewing. We're going to be in Belmont on Thursday, Alpha Acid Brewing tamascal brewing in oakland on friday saturday hapas brewing that's our first time in san jose it's going to only be for once uh for march none in april and once in may because san jose is a long way and the last one will be on this sunday which is in alameda that's our once a month uh visit at forbidden island that's actually outside hold on
0: hold on i might be there I will be there, actually. I'm going to Oakland, but I'll tell you why later.
1: I miss tasting my food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so find us there, please, and follow us on Instagram.
0: And yeah. All right. Lon, where can we find you?
3: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at italics, I-I-T-A-L-I-X. That is my gaming page, which should have a link tree also to where I stream on Facebook or uh, my personal account, Lon, L-A-N, underscore like, underscore L-A-W-N. That's Lon, underscore like, underscore Lon on Instagram. Nadia and I both co-mod <laughs> our socials, so... Uh, yeah, you can catch us on um, both on Twitter and Instagram at 90 fiance WTF.
0: Wood, wood. All right, Joe. You can find me on Instagram at Shri Nadia at spelled as S-H-R-I-N-A-D-J-A. I'd like to thank my fellow Singaporean Ellie for joining us. Thanks, Ellie. I'm going to insert a plus. And airhorn. Thank you for joining Good us. And this has been 90 Day Fiancé, WTI podcast.
3: Peace. I just wanted to take a moment to say that our hearts go out to the victims of the Atlanta shootings where I believe six people were killed. Um, This was a targeted attack. Don't believe the murderer who says this was not racially motivated. He sought out these specifically Asian massage parlors there was even an eyewitness who said he was going to kill Asians, so this was definitely a racially mo- motivated targeted attack. And I just really want to emphasize: stop Asian hate. And if you can find a way to support your any AAPI group, or uh, find the GoFundMe of the victims uh, of the uh, of the shooting. Take care of each other, y'all, and yourselves.
0: Yeah, I just want to say. You don't have to shoot people when you're having a bad day. So that's definitely racially motivated. If that's a hate crime. Call it what it is. Please donate to the AAPI. And yeah, guys, please stop the hate. Let's be nice to each other.